Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video I am bringing you guys Fantasy Football 2020 running back bust. Now these guys go all over the draft, but I don't think that you should be drafting any of these guys in 2020. If you are new to fantasy football, don't really know what bust means. Pretty much what a bust is a guy you do not want to be drafting in your fantasy football draft and is a guy that I would personally actively avoid in drafts, in trades, anything like that. If you're in a dynasty league, not trying to trade for them. If in a redraft league, I am not trying to draft these guys in my leagues. If you guys end up enjoying this video, please make sure to click that subscribe button at any point during the video and make sure to check out my live stream later tonight for the NFL draft. Happy draft day, everyone. I hope you guys have a great draft day. Obviously, there's two more days of the draft after that, but I'm only going to be covering the first day of the draft on live stream. So the first guy I want to talk about here, my first running back bust is Miles Sanders, Philadelphia Eagles running back, overall number 22 running back number 13. Now, first, I want to let you guys know that if you guys have any problems with any of these guys that said are bust, go ahead and leave it down below in the comments, and I will type back and talk to you. So, running back, Miles Sanders finished as running back number 15 in PPR and 22 in PPR points per game. So, his point per game, he ranked number 22, and overall, he was number 15. So, he played on 52.9% of snaps in 2019. The Eagles are notorious for the running back by committee system. If you're new to fantasy football, you're new, you don't understand what that means. What it means is running back by committee is pretty much when there's a bunch of guys in the backfield that are all going to be getting opportunities. Miles Sanders is in one of those cases where he is not necessarily the head honcho, the lead back you're supposed to be looking for. And where he's being drafted now, I see that as way too much. Now, there are going to be the guys that say we're, that are going to tell you, oh my god, there's really no one around. They've got Boston Scott. They've got all these other garbage cans near them. They're going to just run with the alpha dog. They have never once done that. Doug Peterson is the king of running back by committee. That guy loves the RBBC, and I don't think anything can take him off of that. It What it took to get him off of that last year was everyone around him dying for Miles Sanders to get the opportunity that he wanted. So this guy goes ahead of guys like Kenny Galladay, Mark Andrews and DJ Moore, who I would all much rather draft with that pick, who I see as much more safer. Miles Sanders, sure, he does have upside, but I am very worried very, very worried about how many touches he's going to be getting, how many looks he's going to be getting pass catching wise. So I'm staying clear away from this guy as of right now. Now, obviously, some of these may change by the time it is draft season at the end of August or early September for you guys. So make sure that you guys keep checking in because these busts may end up being wrong by then. But I'm just providing you with what the information I know now. So if you look at his, these are all of his points for every single game he played in the season. He played all 16 games of the NFL season. So you can see it started off bad. Three points, then six points, then 12 points, seven, 10, 18, 6, 22, 10, 6, 11, 21, 10, 35, 26, 8. So just notice how it just goes up and down, up and down. And then towards the end, when he was in 21, 10, 35, 26, that's when he was the only guy in the backfield because everyone else seemed to have died on that roster. He is going to have those boom games. I am sure even with the running back by committee, he is going to have a game that wins you the week, like 35 points. Something like that could entirely happen, but I don't think he's going to be very consistent. And what I look for in the first three, four rounds are guys that I view as very safe and guys that have a very high ceiling that I think I could have in my lineup every single week. And Miles Sanders to me just is not that guy. Obviously now in the draft, they're going to bring in a wide receiver with any of their picks 
They bring one in. They're, so he's not going to be the only fucking guy out there because towards the end of the season, he was really the only guy out there. It was like Miles Sanders and Carson Wentz and a bunch of XFL wide receivers versus the world. Now, the next guy I want to talk about here is TG31, Todd Gurley, Atlanta running bike. Overall, number 31, running back number 15. Now, last season, I told you if you were on this channel not to draft Todd Gurley when he was on the Rams. I said, please, 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 please. Tell yourself not to draft him. He's injury prone. He's this. He's that. And you saw what happened. He did not perform all that well. Finished running back number 14 in 2019 and running back number 17 in PPR points per game. Now, running back 14 may not sound that bad. It doesn't sound that bad. But what was bad was where he was being drafted. And yet again, I think he is being drafted far too high for what is going to happen for Todd Gurley. Now, he only played 15 games in 2019, but he only started in 12 of them. He still has that arthritis knee. Arthritis is that thing that your grandfather has. It's an old person disease, and he has it. He's like 20-something years old. 17th in carries per game in 2019 and 20th in targets per game in 2019. That is far down to what Todd Gurley is used to on the Rams. Now, why did he get less snaps? Is it because Sean McVay hates him? No. It's because Sean McVay thought they were going to make the playoffs, and he thought that he could keep him on a touch load. They were going to keep him on a snap count. They were going to not give him the ball every single play because he was going to get hurt because they're worried about that knee. Now, he goes to Atlanta. Will the same thing happen? To me, I believe his load will be lessened yet again. He will be on a snap count. He won't be seeing those huge numbers he saw in the years prior to last year. He was a beast in fantasy football, but after this, arthritis knee seems to be coming out. It is not looking very hot for Todd Gurley in 2020 and where he's getting drafted. I am staying clear away from Todd Gurley. I play in 10 leagues. I tell you guys to diversify, draft different guys in every league. I honestly do not believe I will even draft Todd Gurley. That is how much I dislike the guy and how much I think he is an injury problem and a concern for your fantasy football roster. So if we are looking at his stats, we can see games where he does do good. 11, 15, but then 4, then 26 points, 18, 12, 10. 7, 20, 4, 18, 21, 20, 16, 10. So if you see towards the end of the year, 18, 21, 20, 16, 10, that is when they lessened his snap restriction. They had a restriction on him. How many times can he rush a game? There's a restriction. Same shit happened during the Super Bowl. That's kind of why they lost to the Patriots because they just couldn't use Todd Gurley because they're worried about him dying on the goddamn field. Then when he does have that restriction, he is not going to be good. If they do not use a restriction on him in Atlanta, by God, the guy may die on the field because of how fucked up his knee is. So the next running back to talk about here is Melvin Gordon, who moved from the LA Superchargers to the Denver Broncos, a division rivalry team. Overall, number 39 and running back number 17 going in drafts right now. Now he finished at running back number 23 in 2019 and running back number 15 in points per game. He only played in 12 games. But the stat that I thought was so predominant in this that I thought I needed to bring up was was 3.8 yards per carry in 2019. Now, sure, he finished pretty decently for a guy who only played 12 games. 3.8 a carry scares the fuck out of me. The Chargers line wasn't that bad. We saw Eckler, when he was alone, just running through that line and running into the end zone. Now, something I want to bring up is actually stats from last season in Denver. Now, obviously, Melvin Gordon was not on the team, but they were using a two-back system there, a tandem-back system in uh, in Denver, uh, kind of a running back by committee-esque type thing, except for the Eagles won, and there's like four running backs in the backfield. So, Denver last season, Lindsey got 50.3% of the snaps, 32.25 snaps per game. Freeman, 50.1% of snaps, 32.12 snaps per game. So, just imagine this. 
do you see, is it unclear that there could be a world where Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay are seeing a similar snapshot, kind of like this? And don't forget, Freeman isn't gone. They must have just forgotten about him, but he's not gone. He's still going to get his chances to touch the ball. Eckler pretty much beat him out for the starting job last year. So why couldn't Lindsay do it? Sure, I think personally Melvin Gordon's more talented than Philip Lindsay, but I would not be surprised in the slightest if Lindsay outran him. Melvin Gordon is one of those dumb motherfuckers who decided to hold out and it bit him in the ass. He was not talented enough to hold out and he lost a ton of money in doing it. Hilarious. Shout out to Melvin Gordon who I think will probably be just not good enough to be warranted to be drafted here. And I think his ADP is going to continue to go up based on his name recognition. When you look at the draft board and near around pick 39, you're in like the third round. You see all these guys' names. You see Melvin Gordon. People are just going to pick him. Everyone knows who the fuck Melvin Gordon is. Because two years ago, he was one of the most talented backs in the league. Now, if we're looking at his stats, when they brought him back, they were kind of edging him in because they were pissed off at him. Like, why the fuck did you hold out for four weeks? You asshole. 7.8, Sure, his end of season was strong, but I am just worried when he is in this kind of a crowded backfield, if he will be able to truly emerge over those other guys, that's why I'm avoiding him, and that's why I'm calling him a bust in this video. Let me know if you guys dispute Melvin Gordon being a bust. Now, the next guy I want to talk about here is one of my favorite players in the NFL, and I'm sad to say this because he won me a championship uh, two years ago, and he almost could have done it last year if he was en ended up staying healthy. He was on a winning roster for me, but that doesn't matter because no one gives a fuck about your fantasy team unless they're in your league, and even if they're in your league, they still don't give a fuck, so that was a stupid reference. James Conner, Pittsburgh Steelers running back, overall number 58, running back number 24 right now. Last season, finished running back number 35 in 2019 and running back number 17 in PPR points per game. Only played 10 games. This man is made of glass. In, he's a glass cannon. When he's healthy, he's going to blow through the defense. He is going to catch balls. He is going to look unreal. He just is, but he can't stay healthy. He has not played more than 13 games in his NFL career in three years, aside from his rookie year where he only got 32 touches and he played like 14 games. But I just think he is a guy that you have to pencil in to miss three, four, five games every season. And the backfield behind him scares me so much. Samuels and Snell are going to get op or get opportunity in that backfield. And what's even worse, I know I told you, the draft day is today. Today's draft day, and maybe they draft a running back they're not probably not going to draft a running back tomorrow or today when you guys watch this video because they don't have a first round pick unless they trade in but in the second round they could 100% or the third round draft a running back and then this backfield gets even more crowded this is James Connors make it or break it year if he gets the opportunity and I am just not sure he is going to make it and I'm not even sure he will be given the opportunity to make it. Now, last season, when you look at his games, he actually looked pretty solid in multiple games. 10 points, 13, 7, 26, 11, 30, 24. So he had two solid games in a row, then 2.6, 15.1, So the tale of James Conner's season, what it's going to be probably, is injury and inconsistency. He will have those games where he fucks your opponent. He bends them over. But you know what he's going to do in those games? He's going to be riding your bench because you're sick and tired of playing James fucking Connor, who always ends up getting hurt. He always finds his way. He used to have a nose for the end zone. Now he has a nose for that fucking blue tent you can go sit in when you get hurt. 
I like James Conner. I hope he comes back and plays better, but I do not believe that that is what is going to happen. Now, to bring up the final guy of the video, if you guys have enjoyed thus far, we're 12 minutes in, please click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and it's going to help you win your fantasy football championships. That is Darius Geis, running back, Washington Redskins. Overall, number 86, running back, number 34. Now, last year, he finished running back number 69. Nice. And running back number 28 in PPR points per game in only five games. This guy, you, I thought James Conner was injury prone, and then I put this guy next. The final back of the video, Darius Geis, is even more injury prone than him. This guy legitimately gets hurt tying his cleats up before the fucking game. His rookie season in 2018, he played not one, not, he didn't even play one game. He played not a game, zero games after getting hurt in practice. Roto Baller reports this is a noteworthy news source. Geis, AP, and Bryce Love will all have roles in the backfield. So I'm staying away from all these Washington running backs, Exterius Geis especially. He does have the talent. If he was able to stay healthy, he could be a top 10 fantasy back, but I don't believe he will ever be able to stay healthy. And with this crowded backfield, I'm very worried about my man Darius Geis here even later in the drafts. Now, if you look at his games, he played week one, and he got hurt week one, which obviously you don't laugh at injuries, but I was kind of laughing a bit, not at the fact that he got hurt, but at the fact that people were overhyping him last year, and his ass got smacked out of the game against Philly week one. He returned week 11, 12, 13, 14. You know what happened week 14? He got hurt again. This man is so injury prone prone. Do not fucking draft him. Just do not draft him. You can look at the stats on the screen. 3 points, 12 points, 3 points, 25, 4 points. Sure, you might have won when he scored 25 points, but there is no fucking reason why you would even have started him in that game, considering he was so up and down every single game. Unless you're one of those guys like me who just believes in the stats and saw 3.8 was a bad game. His next game was good, his next game was bad, and then his next game was good. So you just start him based off that basis. Some players are just like that. They're hot and they're cold. Shout out Amari Cooper. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below or on your screen right now. Check the video above, the video to the left, and the video to the top left. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. Make sure to tell anyone around you that you love, that you love them, because it is very important to do that to make sure that everyone knows how you really feel about them, because any day could be your last. I love each and every single one of you guys from the deep down in my heart I really do I really appreciate all the feedback even if it is negative and it says oh Nick you fucking idiot I, you need to draft Darius guy say it in the comments I don't care I will read it I will respond have a great rest of your day I love you all as always like I said 